Hey, what's up, guys? It's Big Cat. Before you start listening to this episode, I wanted to let you know that we're running a special sale on all Barstool merch. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. What it is! This is the Macho Man Randy Savage. And this is Hard Factor. And there is no one that does it better right now. Yeah, no. But he does it better. I ain't repeating myself. Go ahead, tell me something right now. Yeah, I'm living a nightmare. And I'm not a racist. And I'm always doing Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, how's it's a pretty serious outfit you got there. Hey, Don. <laughs> the bee's well, always got a serious outfit. He came to play. Look at that's his right. Look at his hair too. That's not. That's not his normal hair color. No, that's that's quarantine blonde right there, buddy. Quarantine <laughs> blonde. It's, listen, it's pretty sexy. Okay, I can say that because it's twenty twenty. You could say it if it yeah, wasn't. That's Don, in, that's in bounds. That's in bounds. Yeah. They they call it mental health bleach color. That's what's going on. <laughs> You're getting a lot of DMs, Don. Uh, you know what I'm talking about. Oh boy. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Slipping, slipping. I was going to slip into your DMs myself, but I figured I'd you get can. in trouble. Get in line, though. Nice. You know, you you'd be one of several dons. Yeah, I'm only <laughs> I'm only one man. I don't. It takes me a while to get back these days. You know. Oh well, it's a whole I, lot of man, which is nice. <laughs> we got uh, three three rounds of questions for you. We're just going to get started. Welcome back to Hard Factor, Donald Trump Jr. Don, thanks for coming on the show again. Thank you for coming. Good back. to be with you guys. Hey, yeah. so Don, a little known factor. Um, you are one of very, a very few non-barstool personality guests to make multiple appearances, and no one has come on for a third time. And if you do come on for a third time, you get a free Hard Factor T-shirt. So just got to throw that okay. carrot out there. Sweet. Uh, well, yeah, listen, I'll do a lot for a T-shirt. I mean, I, I can be bought. That's yeah, right. Also, that's plan, I, plan on that. It, the the uh-huh. caveat is I wore the shirt for a week. <laughs> Well, as long as you don't wash it, I'm still game. Yes, I'm talking right. about. We're down. It's going to have that musk on it. That it's about, it's about another man's musk. Also, also, um, condolences we wanted to send to your family, uh, the passing of your uncle Robert, uh, I think over the weekend um, yeah. and, uh, or, or last Friday. So Sorry uh, to hear that. Anything man. you wanted to say about him? Sorry about that. Uh, no, just, you know, he, he was a good guy. It was sort of, a, you know, it was interesting to see. I mean, I know we live in a pretty polarized world right now, but it was sort of, you know, interesting to see, you know, Twitter twending, you know, wrong Trump uh, within about mm. an hour of his passing on Saturday night. And, you yeah, know, it's just uh, it's a pretty sick place where you live at times, man, especially Twitter. That place is where the, the, the deranged hang out. And, you know, I guess I'm one of those sometimes. But, you know, even even I have boundaries. Apparently some of right. them don't. Everybody's a masochist in 2020 has lost its mind with that. That was not so. that was not OK. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't nice. Um, right. No, no. No, but let's move on to some nicer stuff. Uh, yeah. Since we last talked, uh, which was March 11th, some some cool stuff has happened. A pretty good interview between uh, El Prez, Dave Portnoy, and the actual Prez, your dad, going on in the Rose Garden. Did you yeah. have any hand in that? Did you did you help set anything uh, you know, up? I, I think that sort of happened on its own. I've, you know, I've gone back and forth with Dave a couple times. And, you know, you know, slipped into each other's DMs. Hell yeah. Uh, mm. you know, and it, it was pretty cool to see, though, because, like, again, I think, uh, as it comes to, you know, especially sports, honestly, my, my dad knows more about sports than anyone. It's, it's sort of amazing. He's a, he's a real, like, you know, sports fanatic and junkie. He gets it. He's been a part of it for, 
you know, for years and he's got a you know, insane memory. So he remembers some of these things as, uh, you know, we were, uh, we went, we went to the yeah. UFC in New York a couple of months ago, you know, Roberto Duran was in the front row, you know, right next to us. And like, my dad started talking, like, remember the first time he met him at one of the fights in AC. And this guy couldn't believe that the president of the United States remembered him, let alone, you know, the details of the fight and picked them out, you know, That's 40 awesome. years well, after his career. It was just pretty cool to see. To be mm. fair, Roberto Duran has been punched in the head a lot. So he's amazed about, about a lot of things. Probably. <laughs> hey, yeah, you, you could tell him he, you were his first wife. He's going to be like, oh, wow. <laughs> Dave did that say that, uh, that memory was very impressive in that interview. Also, another thing that happened since last time we talked, Joe Rogan tweeted out just this last weekend about the Canadian studies showing that marijuana could potentially prevent coronavirus. You know, it's also good for CTE, PTSD, football players, troops. You know, last time we were here, we were talking about what if weed was good for corona. Could we see marijuana legalization under a Trump administration, the current you know, one? You know, I, I, I don't know. I, you know I, it's, it's not an issue. I'm outside of the administration, so I don't I don't get involved in it. But certainly from a medicinal standpoint, you know, I personally, uh, you know, definitely get mm. it. And I'm a big states rights guy, so I'd kick it to the states and get rid of some of the federal stuff. But that's, uh, you know, that's just me. I think right now, uh, you know, dealing with everything, dealing with the coronavirus, dealing with all of those things, it's probably not a. Uh, you know, not the biggest issue right now in the middle in the midst of a. Pandemic. What about that state tax revenue? You know, they could they could yeah, use I mean, it. They could use you it. know that that in some cases, I don't know if it's been as good as people have have hoped. I mean, I think if you look at some of the states, certainly you speak to law enforcement, like in Colorado, which I do, because you know I want to get both sides of the story. They're like, listen, it sure. actually hasn't solved the crime problem because the cost is so high that it never eliminated the black market that exists. So you still have, you know, some of, some of that issue. True. Uh, so, you know, again, but you know, I'm sort of libertarian on the issue. And, you know, in, in general, if people want to do it, I've, uh, yeah, it doesn't bother me much at all. Well, all may, right. Maybe costs could like shrink if, uh, if it was uh, done federally. That question was brought to you by Caliper CBD. <laughs> by the, which, which actually doesn't have any THC in it. They want to they want to point that out. But um, we will, you know, I mean, like you mentioned with the wrong Trump and stuff, there's a lot of venom. And stuff going on in the world right now. Maybe everyone could use a little marijuana to chill out during these trying mm. times of COVID in 2020. And I don't know. Well, you know, li- li- listen. Yeah, you know, certainly. Uh, at, at this stage, I think we'd probably give anything a try to get just the people That's to right. calm down and, and normalize. Right? <laughs> That's right. The hysteria is 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 pretty impressive. I mean, uh, the outrage just the outrage cycle never ends. And the problem you is, know. it's also so quick that by the time we finish this Zoom call. We will have gone through three outrage outbreaks, uh, of which we may not even understand. But you know, they will have come and gone by the time we get done talking. That's, That's right. We've true. actually got someone uh, fact checking outrage right now, so they're going to zip in and let us know if any outrage pops up, and we'll we'll, we'll get to the so bottom. We got of live it. text updates but if there's a new outrage cycle. Follow up out. on the weed. We had Rick Grinnell on recently, awesome guy, and he yeah. um, he mentioned that um, you do know about the aliens. He admitted to the aliens, and we said we had. Donald Trump Jr. on, and he said he didn't know if they're aliens, and he threw you under the bus, and he's like, of course Don knows about the aliens, so would you like to come clean? That's what he told us, so. <laughs> yeah, I, hey, listen, I tried. I, I did. A, I do like a triggered campaign podcast kind of thing where we have some fun uh, and, and do some, uh, you know, some interesting interviews, not just all political, like, I, you know, just throw some humor into it, sort of like what you guys do, uh, and so I had my dad on. And that was my big question for him because I wanted to that's know. That's right. That's right. He, yeah. he sort of left it pretty ambiguous. I'm like, wait a minute. Like, you know, 
He knows. Like, oh no, he's like, oh, it's pretty interesting what's going on there. You know, what I can't is talk it? about it, but I'm like, wait a minute, that sounded like a yes to me. I'm, I'm, mm. I feel like uh, as soon yeah. as they give you the I, information, they tell you like, hey, now that you have, it must be so interesting because everyone that gets the information is so able to cover up the fact that they know. You know what I mean? Well, that, that's the one that you think with all the other leaks out of government that you'd probably know definitively what it would be if, if there mm. is. Uh, but I also I'm just like, a, you know, playing the odds like, you know, when you think about the size of the universe, what are the chances are that something else doesn't exist out there? It's almost right. You know, we're the only anomaly in a universe that's larger than something anyone could even fathom. Like, I, I don't know. I, I imagine there, believe, there yeah. is something there. So, you know, whether we have it locked up in Roswell or not, I don't know. There's a very pessimistic study out there from some from some philosophers that say uh, it counteracts the argument of like, yes, that's so big that something's out there. And it says, yes, something's out there, but it's probably already destroyed itself by now. So that's why you haven't seen it. Um, that's, well, that's yeah. the re- that, that, that's yeah. probably true. I imagine yeah. there's civilizations in other places that have come and gone. Right. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Look at what we're doing in 2020. I mean. Right. But that doesn't mean there's not one currently out there that has more advanced technologies, perhaps, than we have. So. Agreed. Yeah. All right. I mean, that was my yeah. – oh, is, is it back to me? That's I my think fault. It, yeah, you're going yeah, to – Somewhere go. in this uh, tie-dye Hokies uh, shirt because I went to Virginia Tech and I'm ready for some ACC football. What what the hell is going on with the uh, – what's up with the fucking Big Ten? Can, you, can we get uh, a message out to your dad to force them to play? Uh, well, I don't – yeah. He's been pretty vocal about that. I mean, he, he, he wants them to play. I mean, you know, and when you think about COVID-19, obviously you want to take it seriously. But like the reality is the people who are most affected are the elderly and people with pre-existing conditions. I don't think that college football players who are probably in the 0.0001% of like in badass shape, uh, they're probably it's I would think it's a non-factor for them. They want to play. It's, yeah. You know, it's also not one of the things where you have a 20 year career. I mean, you got four years in college to make it, which sets up your other career. You miss one season. You miss a formative year for the young players coming in. You miss an outbreak season for the older players getting ready to maybe go to the NFL draft. I mean, uh, th- this is crazy. It seems like they all want to play, too. Uh, yes. So, you know, I, I, I can't help but wonder if there's some sort of political motivation because, hey, if there's no football uh, we can sort of keep the aura of fear about it. And again, that doesn't mean you don't take it seriously if you're 85, uh, you know, with diabetes, of course. But like you're probably not playing college football. Uh, so, you know, my thing is let them play. And what about the schools? Follow up like schools. I think the same up. thing, yeah. really. Yeah. You know, I mean, when you look at the studies for young children as it relates to all of this, uh, you know, they're just the least susceptible demographic to all of this, to shut down the entire country, to prevent parents from going back to work. And by the way, for those teachers, as well as students who may have or may be predisposed, come up with a solution for them, not something that doesn't work for everyone, but come up with those who are actually maybe going to be affected by it and do it that way. And you saw the teachers union, right? Last week, the New York Times did an article. So it wasn't like a biased, uh, you know, conservative publication, it was the New York Times, the teachers union. They don't want to do in-person learning. So just put all your opinions aside. Put what the CDC says aside. Uh, put what Fauci says aside. They just say, okay, assume that's the case. They also said that they don't want to do online learning. They also <laughs> said they want to actively no fund learning. BLM. They also said they want to defund the police. What does this have so, to do with well, so teachers? What, what so, does this have to do with our children? And so... <laughs> You know, it makes it clear that the teachers union has nothing. They're not looking to do anything for the children of this country, just pushing a leftist narrative. Because that's, Realistically, that's what they are. though, 
realistically, though, what kind of like, you know, safety protocols do you think are reasonable for people to enjoy school and football this fall? Listen, listen, I think you can do the regular social distancing. I think people can wash their hands. I don't think you need to shake hands. I don't think you need to be in your face. I think you can wear masks. I think there's a lot of stuff that you can do. I mean, you could even sort of stagger classes so kids aren't, you know, coming in all at once. Maybe do partial online learning, partial in-person learning. I mean, there's not a one-size-fits-all solution. With, with, with college sports, like, get people tested that day. If they don't show up, you're, let them play. Like, you know, again – you know, an 18, 19 year old kid in college who runs a four, three, four, the invention is 400 pounds, probably not going to be susceptible yeah. to the Rona the way that, again, an 85 year old guy with diabetes is uh, to treat them the same uh, does both of them a disservice. Well, you have is it five kids? So, I have five they, kids. And this is um, strong you're relatively sperm, young, you're relatively young guy. Are they of school age? Like what's going to go on? They, with- they, they are. I'm sort of, you know, 13 down to six. So uh uh, they're they're oh, wow. all you know they're all of that yeah. age. The, the real issue is you know what the schools themselves decide to do, right? So, um, you know, my kids, you know, they, they've been uh, out of the city for the quarantine, you know, purposes. But uh, you know, they, they've done a lot of the stuff online. Some of their schools aren't even going to open up. Period. So they're just forced to do the online. If if I had my way, if there was full time online learning, that's what I would have them do. But I, you know, right. I'm also divorced, so I'm not the only one deciding on it. <laughs> Let me ask you a question, Don. So my, my son's in, uh, about to start school. He starts private school tomorrow. He's doing online learning. What do you think about giving giving private school people a little bit of a break on that tuition uh, with the online learning? <laughs> hey, hey, I, hey, by the way, I, love, hey, I, I have five <laughs> kids in private school in New York City, so it ain't cheap. Oof, uh, yeah. Jesus. You know, I, I, think, I think they're getting a lot of savings. And you see that with kids in college. They're going back. Oh, is, is, is something happening to tuition? No. Well, are we doing anything? No. I mean, half of the college experience, half of the education experience is actually the socialization, right? For young mm-hmm. kids, mm-hmm. I don't know that they're remembering all that much that they learn in second grade, but it's the yeah. being around other kids. It's the conflict resolution. It's all of these things that, it, it, again, what makes me so reluctant uh, is if I really, I wouldn't send them back if I really thought that they were in danger, but literally the math says that you're not uh, you know, as a young child, but yeah. more importantly, what happens if you lose a year of the 12 years of, you know, elementary education? Like what, what you're that, looking at it. Yeah, it's like 8%. Yeah. You know, yeah. yeah. You, you get to, you get to wear a tie dye shirt as a grown ass man with a beard. And it's I mean, even a bigger right. percentage for the college football <laughs> right. players that can't it, showcase their tape. It's like, so uh, hard to flirt career. on zoom. You lose a lot of the flirting, um, aspect of life. Uh, so yeah, I get you with the social I beg stuff. to differ yeah. on that. I yeah. think that you could, DM more effectively. Uh, there's a, there's a whole. Some people will thrive. Others will. Oh, there's suffer. a whole Appropri- appropriate it, flirting. Yeah, it, it will. There's some natural selection going on in, in that ability. You know, if, if you got game, you got game either way. That's but, true. Uh, also, if you know don't have game, can sort of they can fake it by you know being in DMs and like taking an hour to look at something and and, and massage the text a little bit right. differently. You know? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. The the bubbles are going to get people in trouble. Well, you can eliminate other competitors in the game if you're technologically savvy. Like you could boot them from the Zoom meeting. You know what I mean? You can get in there one on one. Which what they going? You know, he's pretty Machiavellian about his uh, you know, DM flipping <laughs> in DM game. I'm impressed. The Beef oh, knows his shit. Hey, Don, let me ask you a question. A lot of these anti-maskers are triggered. What's your What's your take on this? These people getting triggered in the grocery store and having freak outs because they're being yeah. asked to wear a mask. It seems like that's a, a conservative right thing right now where they're saying Our, my freedoms are getting taken away, but it seems like BS to me. Well, listen, I, 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 
I'm fine wearing a mask. I wear it when I'm out in social things. I'm, you know, I, I don't. My big thing, and I think the conservative viewpoint on it is they don't like the mask mandate. I mean, you, you saw that, you know, Joe Biden came out. You must wear one till November 3rd. I go, well, after that, it just goes away. Like, I mean, it, it sort of feels <laughs> like there's a control issue. They're just trying. I mean, but shouldn't now, a leader again, on the right come out, out and Joe Biden's mouth needs to be discounted because it's not going to make sense anyway. But it's like seems mm. awfully coincidence that you want to do a three month mask mandate that magically ends on November 4th when many believe that so much of the hysteria around coronavirus will also disappear. So I don't have a problem with a mask. Oh. I don't mind people doing it. What I what I don't like is the notion of forced, you know, Big government is going to tell you that you must do this because where does it end? Are you, are you going to force people to take a vaccine, uh, even if it's a good vaccine? Like I, I don't, I don't love forcing it. I, I, my kids are all vaccinated. I do that. I'm not an anti-vaxxer. Uh, I just don't love the notion of forcing people to do something and having the government tell you that because I think it's a slippery slope for the future. Agreed. But Don, you're mm-hmm. a smart guy, right? You know, you're definitely in, in the higher percentile of intelligence. Doesn't that bug you when you see people that might presumably be in the lower percentile of intelligence or are willfully ignorant for whatever reason, putting everyone at risk uh, because they refuse to wear a mask for some reason other than uh, has nothing to do with public health? You know what I mean? Or they don't believe it exists. It it doesn't irk me that much. I mean, you know, even the, the thing, the reality is this, though, even the CDC has sort of flipped on the mask thing a couple of times. Right. I mean, when, when you look at the mask. Uh, you know that they're Did wearing that have to do yet, with supply, though. That had to do with like the supply no, not, in the country, well, right at the yeah, beginning. But, but not really, because then there's the study that say, well, you know, if you don't wear the mask properly and you're touching your face, then you get to carry around yeah. the germs on a piece of fabric that's sitting on front of your face that maybe you're more. So I don't know. It was right. sort of like hydroxychloroquine, right? There's the people ha, that say you yeah, don't. The people that mystery. say it works. There's doctors and studies out of Yale that say it works. There's the Henry Ford Clinic that says it works. There's those doctors. But I tweeted the video and just said, I didn't say like, hey. This is the gospel. You shouldn't listen to the CDC. I can just go, huh, this is interesting yeah. because it's very different than the narrative that's been. Right. But that lady was fucking crazy. A, a, right? friend, a friend of my family but, got but healthy from hydroxychloroquine. That, that one lady and other things she said in the past, but they don't talk about the 12 other doctors that were there as well that have been treating COVID-19 patients in the field with this stuff and have seen effectiveness. They don't no, talk I hear about that. this study out of Yale University, which isn't exactly an alt-right kind of place. Uh, you know, saying that it works. Same with Henry Ford Clinic. Uh, so, you know, it, it's sort of this, you know, mandate and the censorship side of things. That's what I have a little bit more of a problem with. Uh, so, you know, I, I see it both ways on the issue. I guess right. I meant if, if they were doing their dil- diligence on curing Corona, they would have kicked that lady out of their group. You know what I mean? That's that's bad coming. Well, 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 listen, you know, bad, you know, marketing, marketing aside, you know, there, again, there were still 12 medical doctors there. And that a doctor at Twitter, which I don't believe there are any, would say they're they're wrong uh, on this issue, you know. And you know, again, despite a Yale study, despite a Henry Ford Clinic study saying the otherwise, I mean, even CNN tweeted that hey, this could be effective. But when I do it, I'm thrown off Twitter. Well, and, and doctors have I used wasn't it. Vouching I mean, for the so. science. I just said it's different. And as Americans, I believe that we should be able to hear both sides. We should be able to have that discourse and not let someone decide what can and can't be discussed. I have a problem with that Twitter thing, too, because I tried to get censored on Twitter using a lot of the verbiage that you're talking about. Will got like uh, censored once on Twitter for using a verbiage of 5G and 5G spreading coronavirus. And I tried to use it verbatim and I wasn't, I guess, popular enough on Twitter to, for, to get Jack's. Uh, I feel like algorithm. it's a badge of honor to so, be censored yeah. by Jack. Honestly, well, he's getting I, I he's getting agree, more extreme. Yeah, I, Mark, I think the real problem is uh, it, it only happens to one side. 
So if you're a known conservative guy, if you're, you know, hey, I'm an agitator for sure. I mean, I take on the fight. And again, I'm not looking when people are like, oh, well, start conservative Twitter. I don't want conservative Twitter. I want an equal playing field that I can have my opinions and compare that to those of the other side. I'm willing to engage. I'm willing to have a that discourse. Fight. Yeah. But, you know, but those, you know, th- that's the thing. So if you're, a, you know, some of the crazy stuff that you've seen from the radical left that they'll put on Twitter, it's like, oh, that's no problem. Uh, but it, you, like, I can't name a single person that's like a left wing person that's been thrown off Twitter, has been deplatformed, demonetized. Uh, it's there's got to be somebody. It only right? goes one way. That's how I'm getting most of my porn these days is direct from Twitter, which a lot of people don't know. If you get, yeah, there's, there's a ton of porn on Twitter. Twitter. Yeah. Weird, if you follow a porn star porn Twitter, Twitter, it's yeah. amazing. Well, well, back to the vaccine. Would you take? Would you or your, give your kids the first round of the vaccine? Because I feel like this is going to be the next big issue. Is this vaccine yeah, is going to become I, available? I don't know. I, 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 I'm torn on it for myself because the way I look right. at it is, uh, you know, uh, would I take the first round? It's like, I don't know. I might wait, wait a year or two because the reality is this. I'm 42. I'm in good shape. I, I keep myself in shape. You know, I have a 99.7% survival rate, if not maybe a little bit better than that. Like, I'm like, I don't know. Dude, mm. When I was in college, I probably, you know, rolled the dice at like 50-50 most Saturday nights. Like, <laughs> That's right. Uh, right. Like, I, I sort of look at it like, I don't know. Like, I don't know what the side effects are going to be. Uh, you know, for children, maybe it's a little different, but you know, again, kids don't seem all that susceptible to it. They, the, the, the death rate is by far, I mean, it's, it's much less than the common flu, uh, you know, from what I've been reading. So, you know, I, I don't know that I'd want to be the first, I think it's important now, if I, now, if I was older, if I had a pre-existing condition, uh, if I was one of those people who's in serious trouble with it, yeah, I'd be all over it. But so Some people I, definitely, again, need I don't it, yeah. think there's a one size fits all solution. Yeah. All it's right. going to be interesting because I don't know how. Like, it, I don't know if it works unless enough people take it. So it, it, it's well, and they're be, doing that. Yeah, you, yeah. you see the study sort of out of Russia where they're like, well, we skipped phase three clinical trials. I'm like, wait, like, like you're yeah, sure don't do that. Like, yeah, don't do that. That's yeah. human trial. Yeah. I, I could definitely see the Russians <laughs> just wanting to be the guys to say, hey, we did it. Like, well, we're well, not going to really test it. It, it, oh, it, yeah. it may I mean, turn you into a turtle, but. They literally uh, call know. it Sputnik. Not to, sound too insens- not to sound too insensitive, but if they want to try it first, I mean. Yeah. The bears we'll, we'll, are we'll, fine. We'll pay attention to the results. That, you know, and I think, we, you know, again, what this administration has done is they've cut so much of the red tape, right? It was sort of part of their thesis prior to this, like get rid of the excessive government regulations. But, you know, they sped up the process so you don't have sort of the arbitrary red tape that you'd have, you know, going through this process. So, you know, operation like warp speed, I mean, they, they've put stuff into legitimate clinical trials but like legitimate where there's science they're backing up and it's the same thing but instead of taking five years they've done it in four months yeah uh, you know that's the kind of stuff i want to see but i want to make sure uh it's still right and they're and they're doing that so you can maintain yeah. sort of the best protections of the system while getting rid of the bullshit bureaucracy and actually end up with a result much faster much cheaper and much more effective but that's not the way dc usually works because they got a lobbyist they want it to take time i mean hydroxychloroquine right. it's been on the market for 60 years it's got to be terrible for you well why because is it could it could it be could it be because it's a cheap alternative and you don't have to spend trillions of dollars trying to figure it out i mean i don't know but you know stranger <laughs> things have certainly happened. Well, there's a new and, and there's a new like uh also there's like a what is it 
some kind of herb too that people are talking about. Now yeah, too. marijuana. I think we're moving on. I say get yeah, the, that. Get definitely these doctors, that. But also, just get these doctors on, on meth. One hundred percent effective, but that's just me. I don't know. Yeah, yeah Don. That's right. Yeah, marijuana. Yeah, Don, Don Jr. said it first. That, we get get all these doctors in operation on warp speed on meth. They don't need to go to sleep. Get them on meth. Keep them up seven days a week. Let's get this. Yeah. You know, to get it done yeah. quicker. That's why I thought like, that's like, what like Operation Warp Speed was. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right, let's switch. Let's switch gears uh, a little bit now, Don. Um, I want to ask you about uh, uh, Biden's pick, Kamala Harris. I know yeah. there was some some birther stuff, um, you know, with with your dad kind of like being on the, the the fence about. I don't know, is she uh, she able to be vice president or not? Has has that been cleared up with him? I know you said you're out of the administration. Have you I, talked I, to them I about that? Spoken to him about it. I don't know. I mean, okay. I, you know, I, I don't think there's anything there. Like you know, yeah. per se, that's a that's a big deal. I mean, you know, she gets, she, you know, she's a great chameleon. She can be all things to all people, depending on what it is. She's got the most liberal record in the Senate. I think she's a great pick for us, in my opinion. Uh, you know, cause I think she is so liberal. She is so polarizing. And when you look at Joe Biden, you realize he's not there. Like Joe Biden's not going to be the guy to be in charge. Uh, you know, Kamala Harris couldn't win her own state. Like, guess what? Other than the weather and the scenery, uh, you know, what do you want from California for America? It's like, please don't California buy America. Like, I, I don't, I don't want any of that nonsense. <laughs> just well, they're the trying to. Just they're the moving weed. everywhere. Weather they're moving everywhere from yeah. the state. Fair. They're, they're Fair. moving so, out. Yeah. So, do you think that that, that that's, let's say in some miracle that 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 Joe defeats your dad and Kamala ends up being uh, vice president? You think that in the first term she's going to end up taking over because of Joe's condition? You think that's how it's going to play out? If 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 you know, they, I mean, they end I, up- I think, I think the thought leaders of the Democrat Party aren't moderates. I think they're radicals, you know, and if, honestly, look at Joe hmm. Biden. This is on his website. This isn't me making it up. Like, look at like the Biden Sanders joint unity plan. Like this is not a moderate. But, you know, again, the media is so biased that they're able to they'll sell to people in, you know, in working class America. Oh, Joe Biden's a moderate. It's like, well, you're not a moderate taking, you know, adding a four trillion dollar tax hike to fund free health care, free education for illegals, uh, free housing for criminals coming out of jail, eliminating cash bail, uh, you know, hmm. releasing prisoners from prison. I mean, they're shocked in New York so, City and all so these other saying, places. They're the, releasing the, rapists and they're shocked that later a, on in the day they go and rape someone again. I mean, these people have whoa. lost their minds. You're saying he's a socialist in capitalist clothes is what is what. Well, I think the media is. I don't know that Joe Biden knows where he is on an average day. I mean, he forgets what state (laughs) he's in 50 percent of the time. So I I don't think he's in charge of his faculties. I think the media can try to sell him to the American people as a moderate. So they're doing the marketing job for him. Todd, you're going to get us in trouble. We have a five joke a maximum on uh, Joe Biden's <laughs> mental health on this yeah. show. We've, we got to keep. Oh, we do. Per show, per show. Those issues are not black and white. Those issues are not black and white. You pointed out. Like, 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 like they want to get rid of bail, bail because it makes it unfair. There's an alternative to it. They're not black and white issues. There, you might be right about Joe, but there's a lot. I mean, the four trillion dollars isn't black and white, right? That's that's your taxpayer money that you have the privilege of spending to give benefits to those that you, you know, benefits to others that you don't even get for your own children. I mean, yeah, that's pretty I, scary. When I, you see the, the regulated state that they want to put back into things, you know, that would destroy our economy. You see the sort of Green of, New Deal in another name only. Guess what that's going to do to our economy? It's like it's it's mind blowing how dangerous this is. Yeah, but, uh, but, but, again, but, but the no corp, one in the media the, will question the that. Robert Barons. The, the Wall Street ripped our economy to pieces anyway. It's like like the, the, the idea. By right. The way, Wall Street supports Joe because they know they'll be able to take advantage of it. Well, I mean, Wall Street also supports your great. father. But yes, uh, uh, understood. I mean, I think they're happy with with the fact that Bernie's not in the, the yeah. general. Let's 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 talk about an example of this and happening right now. The, the post office oh. instead of what's possible after the election. 
Let's talk about the post office right now. So, Don Jr., what's your spot on that? You want it to you want to make it make it work, make it profitable, or do you want to just pay for it and get it to go so that it can handle the mail in elections? I mean, what hey, well, listen, I, I, I want these things to work. I mean, you know, the, no one had a problem when Obama wanted to try to fix the post office eight years ago. He just couldn't get it done. Uh, you know, the, my father actually had no problem saying, hey, we can do a bailout, but we actually want to include it as part of the package to bail out American taxpayers, not just, you know, a big organization, you know, run by Democrats that basically has lost billions of dollars a year. I think it's like four billion dollars a year forever. So, you know, my father's a business guy. That doesn't work. A business that loses four billion dollars a year is terribly ineffective, doesn't work. That's not even about the mail-in ballot issue. That in and of itself has its own problems. You saw, you know, whether it's Nevada, New York, 45 days out from their election, they still don't know who won. Uh, I was with uh, the, the daughter of a lieutenant governor of a state uh, earlier this week she lived in new york city she goes i had four ballots mailed to my house for different names people who no longer live there they just showed up yeah we so, know it, now, we know it's you're messed a nefarious up person you're collecting these things you could literally mm-hmm. collect it and then jerry nadler not exactly a conservative is on the record saying saying that this is a failed system it doesn't work in michigan eight percent of the vote that they had in their primaries was filled in by, by people who are dead this happened this week. Yeah, cats and dogs. Like, I think, I think a, few, a few cats and dogs <laughs> have gotten balanced, different. too. Yeah. Well, cats in down in Georgia. A cat was dead for 12 years. He died during the Bush administration. He got a ballot. It's a perfect storm. It's not like here. absentee yeah. balloting where, hey, I, choose, you know, I, Don Trump, want to do this. I'm going to be mailing an absentee. Some of the states have the systems in place to deal with that because then you're one-on-one. You're not just saying, hey, I don't know, there's a couple hundred million people. Let's just mail it to where they used to live seven years ago, and if I, someone yeah. else answers it, who cares? I, I mean, think, I know, think we, we can all agree. We should all have a problem with that system. We can all agree that right now, the picture is very shitty of, of like the combined situation, the funding of the USPS, and also like the prospect of problems with the mail-in yeah. voting. But, but, but the big thing your is gut feeling, but, fund it. He would but fund got, it. And by right. the way, their funding is set through 2021 anyway. So it's sure. not even an issue. But, you know, Nancy Pelosi so wants doing? to do that. But, like, she wants to ignore actually doing anything for the American taxpayer, you know, the people who enable all of this, because there is no government funded programs. They're only taxpayer funded programs. So my father says, hey, I want to handle it as a whole package because I want to get money to the people in America who actually need it right now, not to right. you know, stimulus the and funding, the right. arts and all the bullshit that Pelosi put in there. Uh, you know, to fund you know liberal institutions, and more importantly, to fund Democrat-run cities that have been run into the ground over five decades. Sometimes, well, that's you know, but that's why you need the marijuana to tax the revenue that has in the states. To do that's, with COVID. Look, that's what that's marijuana. Marijuana does that. solve but, a lot of that. But, do, you, do you think but, Congress? But, will, you think Congress will get about it, Don? How do you really feel on this, Will? How do you feel about this? <laughs> do you think? Well, uh, your gut, gut feeling. Do you think this is going to re- delay election results or not? No, yeah, the timing's All this weird. Stuff going on. You know, I, I I don't know. Like I said, Anthony Fauci, who's been hailed as a hero over the left, said, "I don't basically see why you couldn't vote in person." You know, again, you can take precautions, and for those who are in danger, you know, do the absentee balloting system. I mean. I, I, you know, I don't I don't think it's as complicated as the Democrats want to make. They want to instill a system where you know they, they can cheat. And you know, it's, it's that simple. I think most hmm. states will allow uh, in person. Has any state come out? Is Nevada will has any California state come out and said? A, oh, yeah. You, Cal- they, yeah. you can. They, I think you have to offer at least some in person right. option. No, right? I mean, even yeah. if you're offering uh, full mail in, you're encouraging mail in, but also offering right. uh, in person, I would hope. We'll see. I'm assuming. Yeah. 
Hey, Don, we'll see. who's doing the campaign ads over there? Uh, because I got a bone to I got a bone to pick here. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. So that that Biden <laughs> ad that came out last week, uh, it was a complete. So I don't know if you know this, but I represent the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I manage that brand. Uh, you guys ripped off the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, used the footage without permission and the uh, audio without permission. The campaign did. Who's doing the ads over there? That was a major rookie move. They, they literally. I don't, I don't know. Normally, they're pretty good about the IP stuff because they, they, you know, they hit us on that whenever you can. I mean, you see what they got due to the guys that just come up with like a meme where they take like it's you know it's one word and it's like oh IP ripoff. So I, I'm not aware. Oh no, they literally t- frame for frame st- took frames out of the film and cut them into that Joe Biden ad to make it look like the intro. Of the the beef shows the side by side. It was pretty. The, the beef. Yeah. The beef literally uh, oh, like represents the ownership of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. How did you wouldn't guess it from the look. Well, living <laughs> yeah. in Texas, looking like this, Don, you get you get he to hang some, with. He made some good friends. <laughs> you, opportunities you open up. Get associated with serial killers, like it makes sense. Hey, baby, yeah. T- chainsaws. Leather faces. But yeah, I need an, I need a number of someone. There's got I mean, like the owners don't want to be involved in any political. I got a C. We got a C and D. Okay, uh, I don't I don't know anything. I, like, not, I, I, I wasn't know, involved, I but it's yeah. not you, Don. We'll figure it out. It's not not in the campaign. All right, I got I got one question. Are we gonna What's going on with China? Do you think it's going to escalate to a war? Like China, no, I China, I just China think that, stuff is going and going and going. It's not looking good. Well, you know, China lied to us. Uh, they lied to the world. They shut down travel from Wuhan to Beijing and to Shanghai, but not to Milan and to New York. Uh, you know, the reality is, is China's not a good player in the world. China looks out for China's interests, right? Uh, you know, Joe Biden has built up China for decades. Joe Biden's going to be soft on China. His son took $1.5 billion from the Chinese government directly into his fund. That's $30 million a year in fees. The reality is this. We have to you know, control some of our manufacturing. We have to control our supply chain. China literally threatened to not give us our antibiotics. Meaning Pfizer came up with it, uh, but we manufacture it in China because you know, guys like Joe Biden have sent jobs, our American manufacturing jobs, to China for five decades, hoping that, hey, if we build up China, maybe they'll become you know, a democratic country like us. It's failed. But this yeah. is their, their, their policy still. It's failed for 50 years. And they're they don't be, know any better. When Joe Biden be started shielding for China, they had an economy the size of the Netherlands. The Netherlands, right? That's probably they're, smaller than the state of Pennsylvania. Yeah, but you got our okay, economy. Our economy is somewhat dependent on their economy as well because they are our manufacturing outsource. But but right right now, you know, perhaps so. But they need us more than we need them. But what uh, do you that say won't to always people? Be the case. And so Donald Trump was the first guy to stand up to China and push back. He got a trade deal done shot with you know, and signed with them in January. They were going into phase two talks. I mean, that's like the holy grail of, you know, geopolitical politics and getting a great deal done with these guys. But what do you say to people? What do you say to people who are worried that it'll escalate, that the tensions will escalate into actually military? They're going to go to a war over. I I, I just don't see it. I I, I don't. I I think it's ridiculous. I think it's sort of typical fear mongering by politicians Hmm. who literally have talked big game on the stump about these things, but have never done anything like, you know, whether it's, uh, you know, whether it's China whether it's uh, uh, Iran, whether it's all the, you know, everyone talks a big game, but they failed miserably. Like, it's not like our fallout policy was working. Like, North Korea, oh, my God, Trump met with the guys. Like, well, you're mm. saying he's doing it all wrong. The reality is you've been leading the U.S. delegation for 40 years. You've never even had a conversation with the other guy. Like, maybe you're doing it wrong if you haven't moved the needle at all in 40 years. So, you know, the reality is Trump is the guy that can take on these things. He's, you saw it, right? Tariffs. It wasn't even all that popular with a lot of our people because they felt some short-term pain. But guess what? It led to a deal 
that will benefit us in the long term. And so that's the way life works. That's the way business works. You know, you, there, there's no such thing as real instant gratification where you don't get anything. Sometimes you have to feel that pain. But if you don't do it now, there comes a point in time where they develop a critical mass where you'd never be able to do it. And that's sort of the brilliance of what Trump has been able to do and why others have failed. Look what he just did in the Middle East. Right. You know, yeah, he had a peace Middle deal East in the deal Middle and, East. And, and a China deal, yeah. And, and a China deal. Um, you know, And you actually have relations with uh, North Korea. And despite, you know, sort of the Russia, Russia, Russia hysteria, the sanctions that this administration has put on Russia are 10x that of the Obama administration. And um, he's going to meet with Putin again, right? So, uh, do you... Yeah, but the re- the reality is this: they said, "Oh, it's terrible." He's meeting with Kim Jong Il. He doesn't think he's not a dictator, but right. if things go really bad, like it's nice to have that, like be able to pick up the phone and work it out, as opposed to you know you can go and you know say all sorts of stuff on a world stage about a guy who can then be a hermit, stay in his own country, murder some people, and like have no no door to change it if and thing if and when things do escalate. So you, you know, think Edward Snowden comes home out of that meeting? Who knows? But, you know, hey, guess what? It's more progress than we've made in, in decades uh, of, yeah. of, of the quote unquote, you know, experts saying they're experts, but not actually delivering anything. I've got another aliens type question for you. Um, has your dad told you like at a dinner table or, or like joking around how hmm. Putin has told him about how he's like, you know, personally killed this many journalists, like in a joking manner? Has any, any funny Putin murder stories you've heard? No, I haven't heard anything like that. <laughs> All right. Done. Yeah. Did you I, ever... should, I should just say yes just to watch yeah. the media's yeah. head explode. Like, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can dominate the news cycle right now. That's like, what I'm saying. Well, let's do it. What, what, what's did... his preferred? What's Putin's preferred murder method? Yeah. His <laughs> windows. He's throwing people I, I, at windows. I don't know, but, uh, you know. All I know is that, uh, you know, Putin, based on the sanctions and China, based on everything, uh, they definitely would much rather have Joe Biden win. Did, um, did you ever see Epstein creeping around Mar-a-Lago? Did you ever meet that guy? What, what, what? No, we actually, you know, we, we had heard rumors about this a long time ago. And like, man, I forget, like maybe 20 years ago, they literally threw him out of Mar-a-Lago and like he was banned from the club. He's a New York City billionaire, so that doesn't mean... You know, I, I love watching the, you know the documentary, and they they keep showing like the picture of him and Trump, but it's the same picture every time. But you know, like, what do you think they were talking 20, about? Twenty eight visits to the island with him on his plane. I mean, I'll tell you a funny story. Yeah. About we're saying two Clint, years ago, Clint was on that plane more than the pilot. We said, Uh-oh. correct. And you know, <laughs> amazingly, I've heard that he signed off from his U.S. Secret Service detail to go down there. Why would you do that? Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm sure it's totally legitimate reasons. Um, but so t- about two years ago. Uh, I get a call. There's like a reporter from BuzzFeed or something like that that said, hey, we have reliable sources that say that you, Don Jr., were on Epstein's plane going down to an island. I'm like, what are you Ooh. nuts? And so this is two years ago. So they, I go, well, when was this? They go, 2005. I go, so you mean before anything, like before anyone even knew anything. And I was like, well, it didn't happen. They're like, well, it doesn't matter. We're going to print. And you can see the guy was loving it. He <laughs> anything he could do. I was like, well, do you have proof? He's like, well, I have two sources. So I find out the date, and it turns out I was going down to an island, but in the British Virgin Islands, not because a friend of mine was opening a big development there. Uh, and I, I guess mm. Epstein was on the island at the time. But so I got lucky. I remembered who I flew down with, and I was able to get the flight logs showing that I was on that plane, on, you know, meaning on a different plane there Oof. and back with my wife, uh, yada, yada, yada. And I showed it to the guy because he, he just figured you wouldn't be able to track down flight logs from, what, like, what, 15 years ago or 12 mm-hmm. years ago? Uh, but I did. And it was like I ruined his life. So you can see them. It's 
you know, they got one picture of a billionaire hanging out That's in New York bullet. with another billionaire, and it's like, oh, there's the connection. But they have no interest in looking at whether it's George Stephanopoulos having dinner with him, you know, Bill Gates, after he was a convicted pedophile. Like, I mean, after he went to jail for those things, uh, you know, some of the biggest names in American news media, some of the biggest names in tech you know, they're literally having dinner with the guy. But and Don, yeah, that's no, that's how no else, problem. But I have how else are you going to get to have sex with the young whores? You got to go to Epstein and, you know, that was the joke I put up. It was like, now that Trump's banning TikTok, uh, you know, you're going to have to just get videos of the Epstein flight logs with Bill Clinton to stare at 16 year old dancing inappropriately. Yeah, mm. I should take back whores. Yeah, they were sex trafficked, but you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. The, the, yeah. the Q crowd really is getting creative with those abbreviations and the flight logs. They are. Uh, I got in a fight. Yeah, you could have been on their shit list, and then that would have been a, a whole like. Implosion. I wasn't because, like, like I said, they can't. They, they, I, we we didn't know the guy. We threw him out of Mar-a-Lago two decades before anyone else, you know what I mean, did. But again, anything right. they can do to try to tie him to Trump, they're going all in, like they did to me. Like it was literally when I gave the flight logs to this reporter, I was like, "Your story's dead, or I'm going to sue your ass off now because it's bullshit." And it was like I ruined his life. You know, it was it was literally like I took his lotto ticket and just ripped it up in front of his face. Uh, uh, you should have been like, oh, oh, you got was. me. And then and then let him print the story. Yeah, you should have let him print them. So, oh, no. How'd you yeah. find out? Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah that would have been the problem. Is the retraction. Funny. The retraction would be at two o'clock Small. in the morning, three yeah. weeks mm. later. No one would yeah. see it. And they still run with the story as though it's gospel, just like they're doing with the Russia hoax today. I mean, mm. literally disproven. FBI disproves it, uh, and et cetera, et cetera. And. You know, it, it's as though it's the gospel. Yeah. Mm. Right. I think we got like one uh, or two left. Who's Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I wanted to ask, Go so ahead. the latest polls being put out by, you know, everyone, CNN, CBS, NBC, even Fox, um, have Biden leading between seven and ten points uh, predicted even. Our guys have him up by, um, you know, nine points if you can, you can get, gamble on it, bet on it. What do you, what do you, what do you guys, you know, if, have you have – you, any inside info about like the polls that you guys are conducting? What are the, what are the real polls or what do you, how do you feel about that? Yeah, I, I think the reality is that, you know, the polls are you know, oftentimes for me measured enthusiasm. We heard the same thing in 16 and I'm like, man, it's just not yeah. what I'm seeing in the crowds. The reality is this in, you know, after three months of straight rioting, uh, et cetera, et cetera, you see, you know, conservatives being attacked in the streets, this, that, and the other, like some random guy calls your house on a poll. Like, I don't know. I, I, I could definitely yeah. be like, yeah, I'm writing in Jill Stein. You know, mm -hmm. we heard that a lot last time. It didn't actually end up happening mm -hmm. in a polling booth. Now, you know, we had a big discrepancy last time around between sort of the, the telephone polling and the digital polling that we do. Now, at a computer, when people were by themselves and no one was watching, it'll be our little secret. So we outperformed on our, uh, you know, the digital polling by 15 percent mm -hmm. over large sample sizes. Right. So not like you ask three people and it worked out that way, but over tens of thousands of people. So we're. You know, statistics would dictate the two things should be exactly the same. Yeah. You know, when people were called by someone who they don't know where they're coming from. Yeah. Yeah. You know, well, that's the machine people have sex secret. with. You know what I mean? Yeah. When you have sex. I think with that, the, yeah. Computer. I think I think the polls <laughs> yeah. are obviously not like 16. They're not correct. I think it's going to be very close. Now, if depending on what happens in 2020 or 2024, when when your father's not president anymore, is he going to come back to work at all? Or are you like, what's the deal with? with I don't you know. I don't know. It's, in, it's interesting. I, you know. I imagine not in the sense that, you know, he'll always work on something, but like, you know, when, when we were doing real estate and that's what we did, we built buildings, we built things. 
you know, that was pretty exciting. But, you know, when you give out a $2 trillion contract for the F-22 Raptor, like going and buying like windows for a building is just, yeah, I don't know. It's probably not <laughs> yeah. that, like exciting anymore. So yeah. golf you know, is going to be the I, only thing that well, really him, does it. Let anymore. him retire, right? He's earned his rest, at, whether that, like yeah, I said. It, I think he's earned it, but it, it's not his thing to retire. He's sort of a workaholic, so I'm sure yeah. he'll figure out a way to keep mm. busy. Hey, Don, yeah. I, you might know this from your earlier days, but I just had this problem pop up this morning. Uh, so I've been I've been growing these Coke fingernails. Uh, as as part of my vibe, and uh, I bent my fingernail back this morning. Have you ever had that happen? Obviously not now, but you know, in your college days. I'm just curious if you have any tips. No, that, that was not my thing. Yeah, so you know, definitely drink, but uh, the, the code thing was mm. not my thing. But it looks good on you, man. It, no, I mean, yeah, it's I mean, it's, it hurt. <laughs> like it sort of matches. It, it really matches the rest of the look. So you know, yeah, it completes it. It you brings just it go together. To, like, the it nail really salon does. And get like one of the one. You know, just put it on the pinky, the one female nail, so that you can do it and have a good scoop. Or, no, you know, I know, but I got them both. That's right. Yeah, that's get what the, I told them. I said get a permanent yeah. artificial nail. Then you don't have to worry about this. Gel, gel coating. I'm learning. You could like you could bedazzle the shit out of. It and like make That's it really right. I mean, bling it up and it'll look good on you. I'm learning. Yeah. All right, and then and then uh, you got a new book out, Don. Uh, yeah. Liberal liberal pr- privilege, but the subtitle: uh, Joe Biden and the Democrats' defense of the indefensible. What? Are we going with on the subtitle? I hear the apostrophe is in question. Are we talking royal well, you know, Democrat? It, it was. I, I actually, I, I jumped the gun pushing it a little bit when I was looking at it because it was the first draft of what it was. And we were sort of going back and forth. But since Democrats is plural, it's plural possessive. So we're going with the apostrophe after. OK, the you're going plural possessive. I, right. I was thinking the royal Democrat, you know. Yeah, you know, then, I, like, you know, it, it could. And it sort of worked either way. I sort of got into this hmm. argument with the editors. And we're going back and forth and like, you know, figured it out. But uh yeah, it was, you know, actually a book I wasn't even planning on writing. But the, the, the one thing that came out of sort of the quarantine and the lockdown was I had four months where I was sitting at home. Basically, I couldn't go to work. I couldn't go into the city. I couldn't do anything. So, uh, you know, I spent the time to sort of research, you know, a guy that had a 50 year Washington, D.C. career who, you know, made a lot of decisions that everyone seems to neglect and not want to talk about. So it was it was a good experience. I, I had a lot of fun doing it. I decided to also self-publish it uh, just because I oh, know really? a lot of conservative. Yeah, a lot of the conservatives I know that are writing books these days. Uh, you know, I mean, they're literally, you know, being hit by the, you know, their publishers and their editors like, hey, you're getting a little too conservative. You're getting a little of this. Like, I just wanted to be able to put the message out. I also didn't love the optic of sort of signing a big book deal because Triggered was really successful last year. I didn't want to do that when others were losing their jobs. So I just like, I just want to write the book. I want to get it out there so you can pre-order it on my website, which is just donjr.com, like D-O-N-J-R.com. Uh, and then it'll, you know, I'll get it. Uh, it. It'll be on Amazon when it comes out. But like, you're like the players. A- you're like the players in the Big Ten kicking the co- like kicking the conference to the curb. You cut the middleman. Well, yeah, that's the thing. Like, like, the I, I moved so much of my book last time through through my own social media channels. I'm uh, pushing through Amazon. You know, the reality with a lot of the publishing houses, if they're going to limit you that way, they're going to do that. I mean, you're going in there to fund 20 books that don't that aren't successful. I think I can get it out there, but I also didn't want to work on their time frame. I didn't want them to have the control. I wanted to get it out before the election, because I think if people are going to make a decision, since the media refuses to sort of report on what's actually going on, uh, someone actually had to. So that, that's me. You're like, no, you're like Stephen go. King at this point. You keep pumping out these books. Like, at now, this well, point, like I said, I, I wasn't even going to do it, but I had four yeah. months. I was bored out of my mind. I'm sitting at home. I, I literally was like, I started looking into it. I was like, wow, there's actually a lot here. Uh, I think I know what's going on. No, I think I know what's going on, Don. You want that free hard factor T-shirt. You're going to have this third yeah. book out. Pretty Just damn the soon. 
Now, I'll, I'll, you know, when, when the book actually you know, launches, you can pre-order it now on my website, donjunior.com. There you go. When it actually launches, I'll come back on for the for the free shirt. Again, only there the musty one. Only the musty. Yeah. I have no interest in a hey, clean Hey, Don, shirt. don't worry Fair about enough. that. I got that for you. But one last thing. You said you, <laughs> we'll have you, wear it for a week. You said great. you didn't want to sign a big book deal when uh, people are losing their jobs. How do you feel about your stepmother redoing the Rose Garden? Because it's like it was like a little bit like, come on, what are you doing right now in this tough economic? You know what? I, I didn't even I, I I didn't even know that was going on. I just I'm not involved, you know, in, in all of that. So you know, I, I have no idea if that's even going on. If it is, I, you know, it, it, it is. What, I guess those are some of the responsibilities of the first lady. But I don't know anything Ooh. about it. Yeah, yeah well, no problem with that. See if she Give can it a facelift. Some, well, I just mean a tough economic yeah. time. See if she could plant some weed in there, but. uh yeah, I think yeah. I think that's uh, that's it. No, no, no. Speak, oh, oh. Wait, speaking of the family, we need to know. Oh, yeah, we need to know how tall. Do you know a measurement? What how is tall he, is Baron right now? What is he? And, I don't know. and is he being recruited by college basketball teams? I, if he's not, he should be, and uh, he should get into basketball because no, he's got. I mean, he's fourteen. He's got to be six six right now. I mean, he's taller right? than my brother. Yeah. And my brother's six five. Uh, you know, <laughs> fourteen. So it's like yeah. I'm the runt of the family at six one one ninety, and I'm like a midget. Like it's, that's it's not fair. Bad. Yeah, that's not fair. Room to grow. It's crazy. Yeah, and with Baron, oh, like, by, by the way, you you actually get to a point where like I don't know that I'd want. Like I almost rather be six one than six six. Like there's a point where it's like starts. Oh, yeah. He's gonna be able like, to well, dunk he's without not, jumping. He's it's not crazy. gonna be six six. He's gonna be six ten. Look at his legs. Like he's got room to grow. He's he's not done growing. Oh yeah, no, exactly. He, he's he's got definitely some some growth potential left. Someone needs to recruit that kid for sure. Don, thanks for coming on again. Um, hey, guys, thank you very thanks, much. Thanks, Don. So, sorry to hear about your, your uncle again. Uh, yes, yeah, we are. Thank you, guys. Condolences. I, I appreciate that. Yep. It means a lot. Yeah.